Hola, hello, bienvenido, and welcome to the Clear Birth Podcast. I am your host, Annette Perel. If you are new here, welcome, bienvenido. Take a look around at previous podcast episodes and let me know what you think. If you are a returning guest, gracias. Thank you for coming back. In this episode, we'll discuss how to have a great hospital birth. In this segment, I like to call it, Say Her Name. I want to take time to acknowledge Black women who have passed due to neglect. The statistics show the maternal mortality rate for Black women is three to four times more likely to die from birth than white women, and the majority of these deaths are due to bias and neglect. Today's mother is Shaija Washington. While there is limited information available about Shaija Washington's personal life, her loved ones have spoken out about her character and the impact she had on those around her. Washington was described as a loving mother and partner who was excited about the birth of her son. She was also said to be passionate about fashion and makeup with a talent for creating unique and stylish looks. Washington had a strong support system in her family and friends who have expressed their devastation over the loss and their commitment to seeking justice on her behalf. Washington's partner, Joan Lopez, has been vocal in his grief and anger over her death. In interviews, he has criticized the hospital and healthcare providers involved in her care, alleging neglect and racial bias. Lopez also shares his hopes and dreams for his family, including plans to raise his son to honor Washington's memory and to fight for justice and change in her name. He has been a vocal advocate for Black maternal health and has used his platform to raise awareness about the injustices that Black mothers face in the healthcare system. Washington's story has sparked a national conversation about the urgent need for healthcare reform and racial justice in the U.S. Her family and loved ones continue to mourn her loss and fight for accountability and change while honoring her memory as a beloved mother, partner, and member of their community. We will never forget you, Shaija. On a side note, a quick explanation of birth doulas. A doula is a trained birth companion who provides emotional, physical, and informational support to the mother and partner during the prenatal period labor, birth, and delivery. A doula's role is to help her communicate with her medical staff, advocate for the mother and partner, and provide comfort and reassurance. Studies have shown that having a doula can reduce the need for pain medication and interventions during labor, decrease the length of labor, and improve breastfeeding outcomes. John Kendall, one of the founders of DONA, Doulas of North America, said, if a doula was a drug, it would be unethical not to use it. Side note, a lot of people are uncomfortable with the word advocate. I do advocate for my clients, but advocacy for me means being able to communicate my clients' needs to the hospital staff. I never want to be a negative part of your birth story. Imagine. And then my doula got kicked out of the hospital. If I ever get to that point, I'm doing it wrong. 
I decided to break this episode down into before conception and conception. Here are a few things to consider before you consider conceiving. One, call your insurance and find out what your birth options are. Does your insurance cover home birth, midwives, in-hospital midwives? Does your insurance cover birthing centers? Two, think about the kind of birth experience you want to have. Is it in a hospital, birthing center, or home birth? Give it a lot of thought. Explore all of your options. I always counsel clients to interview a few home birth midwives. Get a true picture of midwifery care. Anytime I mention home birth, people will always say it's dangerous. I challenge you to rethink if it's as dangerous as you think it is. Why is it legal? Just food for thought. Three, research your provider and hospital. Consider the hospital's policies, facilities, and staff, as well as your care provider's experience and approach. Read comments and reviews. See if the comments align with your goals. Ask friends, family, and co-workers for referrals. Join a Facebook group and ask if anyone has had an experience with your provider. Before you choose a hospital solely because it's close to home, please check their stats. The thought process is usually to choose a hospital that's close to your home to minimize travel time during labor. If you happen to live near a great hospital, wonderful. But consider, if you live in New York City, you can get to any hospital with enough time for the baby to be born. Side note, also most first-time labors are long. They can average 24 to 72 hours. You will have plenty of time to get to the hospital. You might also want to expand your hospital search. You might want to cross the river. It's not that far. Trust me. Five, consider preparing for your postpartum period. Consider hiring a birth and or postpartum doula, lactation counselor, IBCLC, the internationally board certified lactation consultant, the mail delivery service, laundry and pickup, and ask for referrals from your provider, friends, family, and coworkers. Conception. So you are pregnant. It's not too late. A few of the previous steps are also useful in this scenario as well. You have probably been with your OBGYN for years, but now you are pregnant. This is more than just a yearly pap smear. Here's what you should consider. Date your provider. Now wait, I don't mean literally date your provider. Speed date. You know, speed date. At your appointments, ask questions. Have a few specific about birth and your desires for the birth that you want to have. You can never start asking questions early enough. Ask for referrals from their patients. Ask about their experiences. Meet other providers. You want to do this step early. You want to start looking early if you decide to change practices. Changing before the 32nd week is ideal. Also, Side note, if you're considering having a home birth, there is a limited number of home birth midwives and they get booked fast and early. Two, let's demystify pregnancy, labor, and birth. Take a childbirth education class. This is your body, your baby, and your birth. 
I find it highly fascinating how amazing women's bodies are. We truly don't get enough credit. I highly recommend taking a childbirth education class that is not affiliated with your hospital or birthing center. Those educators are often restricted from informing you about certain practices and policies. Classes option vary, either four weeks or eight weeks, a weekend intensive, a private childbirth education, self-led or online. But the most important, this is where you're going to find your new mom community. I cannot stress enough the importance of having a new mom support group. Three, create a plan. Develop a birth plan, preferences that outlines your preferences for labor, delivery, and postpartum care. Include information about pain management options, birthing positions, who you want present during your labor, and any specific requests or needs. Share your birth plan with your provider and the hospital staff to ensure everyone is on the same page. Consider taking a hospital tour. A lot of hospitals are keeping their COVID protocols around tours. Most are virtual. A hospital tour will allow you to become more familiar with the layout of the hospital, see the labor and delivery rooms, and triage. During the tour, you can ask questions about the hospital's policies and procedures, such as their stance on pain medication, the use of medical interventions, and the availability of postpartum, including lactation consultants. Taking a hospital tour can also help you feel more comfortable and confident in the hospital environment. Knowing what to expect can reduce anxiety and allow you to focus on your birth experience. Five, if you're considering hiring a doula, it's important to start looking early in your pregnancy. You can ask for recommendations from friends, family members, or healthcare providers. You should also interview several doulas to find someone who you feel comfortable with, who shares your birth philosophy. Side note, I know there is a list of questions that you Google how to interview a doula that come up on Google. Some of those questions are outdated. I find that having a conversation with a doula about their experiences and policies around birth is more important than certification which is not important. I'll cover this in a future episode. Whether you are planning to conceive or already pregnant, preparing for a great hospital birth involves a little work. A few steps you can take in hiring a doula, taking a hospital tour, dating your provider, taking a childbirth education class, and finding the right provider. With the right support and preparation, you can have a positive, an empowering birth experience. Thank you for listening and the best of luck on your journey. Story time. There was that one time. The hardest thing for a doula is making the call for backup. As much as we plan, we cannot predict when our clients will go into labor. What's even harder is having to send backup. But trust me, we are a great bunch of women and trust your doula to find the right match for you in this moment. In my case, I got a call from a doula friend. She was at a birth and she got a call from her client. She needed backup. Luckily, I was available. She gave me all of the pertinent information and sent me their birth plan 
and the information she collected during their prenatal visits. It's never an easy call to tell a client you aren't going to make their birth, and just as hard for the doula to step in. They lived in my neighborhood, and it was great. I could walk to them. I called the husband before I headed over, and I could hear the disappointment in his voice that his doula wouldn't make it. Being the backup, I reassured him as much as I could. I showed up and got to work. The mom was laboring in the bathroom, and I joined her. I could see she was a little disappointed that her doula was not able to attend. She was doing great managing her contractions, and we just hung out for many hours. I texted the doula and kept her in the loop. We called the provider to update them. They decided to go to the hospital. It was time. The process was smooth. The mom was managing her labor well. We also got a text from the doula that she was on her way. She had finished her previous birth and was headed to us. She was able to join them for the balance of the labor. Side note, this was pre-COVID. We were both allowed to stay in the room. The labor hadn't progressed much, and their doctor was recommending a cesarean. The client felt good about the decision. After the surgery, both of us were able to go to triage to meet the baby and help with breastfeeding. Her doula and I decided to attend the postpartum visit together. When she talked about her birth experience this time, even though this birth ended in another cesarean, this mom was attempting to have a VBAC, which is a vaginal birth after cesarean. She was thoroughly surprised by how well she was cared for and really enjoyed her birth experience. It's unusual for hospitals to allow both doulas in the room. We both had worked with this doctor in their practice over many years and had developed a relationship, and the doctor spoke to the staff and allowed us both to stay. Births are unpredictable, and as a doula, we try our hardest to attend your birth. But when we can't, know that our backups are just as awesome. Quote of the day. As a black midwife, I see my work as a way of healing, not only the mother, but the community at large. Birth is a transformative experience that can be used to create positive change in society. Jenny Joseph, black midwife and founder of the JJ Way. Thank you for listening. I would appreciate it if you would leave a review and rate the podcast five stars. It helps other people find the podcast. Please check the show notes for resources from this episode. I love to hear from you and will read your review on a future episode. If you have any questions or comments, you can also send me an email at clearbirthpodcast at gmail.com. Happy birthing!